0: Ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. Salvager here, and we have just what is going to be the wackiest, probably the worst NBA slate in a while, and that's what a way to start off a video, right? But I hope you're all having a great day. We have so much injury news. It is like April NBA basketball. And if you're not familiar with what that means, it means the end of the normal season when there's not a pandemic and a stoppage to sports. Uh, April, when teams start clinching, they start throwing out their, their, their preseason ball, their summer league ball, their just whatever roster is going to float and attach, and there's really no cohesiveness to the minutes. I think there's actually more cohesiveness to these minutes because teams are still battling for playoff spots. And even the teams that are not like the Nets are only leaving nine active bodies in the bubble. It's not like they can bring guys up from the G League because of the fact that, well, there's a 10 day quarantine to get into that bubble. So we actually know which players are going to be out there. And You don't have to worry about, oh, this guy got called up yesterday. Oh, this guy got called up two days ago. They're going to play 20 minutes. No, the Nets literally have nine bodies today. A lot of teams are running out there with 10 or 11 bodies today based on all the injury news. And there's a lot of injury news and I don't want to waste any time. So please do hit the like and the big old subscribe button for this because there's not many people going to be breaking down this wacky of a slate, or at least breaking it down this good. I would challenge and I'd argue that maybe not even a single other person is out there today. Uh, from a DFS perspective, I hope you're having a fantastic day. We're going to go early interest target off and cheat. I'm honestly going to skim through today. I know there's seven games, but I just want to get to the early interest because I have 30 early interest when I normally have 20. So I want to make sure I give my analysis on those. And we have a lot more injuries than we normally do. I would say twice as many injuries. There's literally 22 injuries on this injury dashboard today compared to the normal like 10 at most since the bubble has started. And the injury dashboard is sponsored as always by Superdraft. Super Draft, $10 free play if you use the promo code SAL. That's just my first name. S-A-L, one word. You can put all caps if you want. It doesn't really matter. The promo code SAL, you're going to get $10 over there. Multiplier format. I do have projections on my Patreon for Superdraft as well as DraftKings. If you want even more of an edge, the more information that you have, the better chance that you have at winning. And honestly, the just long-term, the more that you're going to win at that point when you give yourself more opportunities. Superdraft right now is probably once a day either on Twitter and DMs over there or on Patreon. Somebody's telling me that they were in like second or third place because it's just easier to win over there. I'm not saying that because because I have projections. It's because one, people aren't as experienced with the stuff and the multipliers over there. And two, the contests aren't filling, which I've been saying for a while now. And if you're still listening, especially if you're a patron and you're one of the almost 300 people who are a patron supporting me, one, you all rock a ton. Two, you literally have the projections for something that people are struggling one, the contest to even fill, but two, struggling to even understand relative to most other slates when there's salary caps. So be sure to be playing and be sure to be taking advantage. Promo code salad is SAL, get you 10 free dollars. And if you are not a patron, consider joining down below. Lots of stuff going on every single day over there to help improve your DFA fast game and your chances at just winning those dollar rooskies, those dollar dollar bills, y'all. Let's start it all off right now. Brooklyn, top of the board right now. They're resting everybody. Last time that they were going to do this, they said doubtful, and then they put them all to yes. Well, they're officially all out. So unless something wacky happens, you're gonna have no Karis levert no Jared Allen, no Joe Harris, and no Garrett Temple. And what this is pretty much just gonna leave. This is different than the last time when they played Milwaukee because now there's no Garrett Temple, who is somebody who played 30 minutes in that game. So it only leaves nine bodies, at least from I counted, nine bodies on this team. So every single player for the most part is going to be in play. Like Lance Thomas is the only guy that I really don't want. I can tell you Jeremiah Martin's more of a maybe for me. We'll get to that. But Chris Chioza going to have to play 30 plus minutes. TLC, I have him at 32 minutes and he might actually play 35 or 36 depending on how much they want their guys to run. Last time, they only played everybody between pretty much I, at most 30 minutes. Now they're down another body that played 30 minutes in that game. So I assume some guys like TLC and Chioza and even Kurus are going to get over that or close to that 30 plus minute range. They're all interests to me. Also at the flat minimum, Musa is going to be interesting here. I haven't projected for 24 minutes. I think he can play more than that. I think he can honestly play 28 to 30 and he's $3,000 flat. And with all these guys off the court, there's a very small minute sample of like 50 for most of these guys. Musa is a productive player when he's actually the primary ball handler. I think that this is going to be a fine spot for him. There's going to be like 30 minutes of Markel Fultz against him. So that's a fine spot as well. Or, or all these guards. So yes, all the Brooklyn guys are appealing. But look, there's other teams resting their entire team today, whether it is partially Orlando, whether it is New Orleans. Like I'd rather target New Orleans today if you're taking the scrubs, quote unquote scrubs, because New Orleans are actually cheap and good players. Players, whereas Brooklyn's are cheap and probably bad players and you're just hoping the minutes get them there and their overall usage in this game with nobody else out on the court no Levert no Allen no Harris no Temple so yes target those guys if you indeed want the projections are already up they're going to be updated throughout the day for Houston no James Harden no Daniel House when there is indeed no James Harden on this team you know what to do you go and get Russell Westbrook who with no Harden no Capella no Eric Gordon and no Cephalosha which is what this is going to be today in the bubble you have a sample of 158 minutes where Russ has a 40% usage rate and a 1.61 fantasy point per minute production I mean I could even take off Eric Gordon and Sebalosha, right? And I can just take off from the court, James Harden and Clint Capella and look at the splits just to get more of a truer sample. And during that time, so if all I have off right now is Capella and Harden and I leave on Eric Gordon, even though he's not going to be there today, because he's not that big of a fantasy point per minute producer, just to see what the overall point per minute production will be for Russ in a bigger sample, it gets even better. 410 minutes now, 40.4% usage rate and a 1.8 fantasy point per minute production. So even if I project Russ for like 1. 1.5, 1.55 fantasy points today, he's going to grade out as one of my favorite payup options, if not the best, Payup option on the slate. I will right now say that he is. There is Luka, there is Harden on the slate. but You also get a price discount for a guy who's probably going to come out with a similar projection, if not better. So projecting Russ for 36 to 38 minutes at around a 1.55 fantasy point per minute production. Might actually be on the low end, especially if you project him at 36 minutes. That looks good. House is questionable. House being questionable is actually impactful. That's around 30 minutes of play today. I actually, I like today with no Eric Gordon still. He's going to be playing tomorrow back into the back-to-back for the first time in the bubble. It makes me like Austin Rivers. It makes me like a lot of Ben McLemore. Ben McLemore is somebody who's going to average over 0.8 fantasy points per minute he sees a reduction in his overall run you see Austin Rivers with no Harden with no Clint Capella with no Gordon averaging close to a fantasy point per minute in his sample of almost 400 plus minutes so yeah if there's no house right now I already have interest even with house in even in house more interest in Macklemore and Rivers for me but if there's no house I get even more interest in Rivers I get even more interest in Macklemore and then even Jeff Green becomes somewhat interesting to me now you get to New Orleans where they're sitting Zion, Brandon Ingram, Jew Holiday all those guys are out at this point it's it's just uh it's just a free-for-all out there there is a minute sample with these three guys off the court, but it is kind of small, but Lonzo's is pretty decent. 238 minutes for Lonzo Ball, a 1.14 fantasy point producer. That means I'm going to like him. Now you have Derek Favors with a very small minute sample of 54 with all those guys off the court. He has a 1.36 fantasy point minute production. So that's obviously not something that I really want to be targeting. But even if you put Derek Favors at 1.1, he looks appealing. So I like Lonzo the most between those two players, but man, we're about to get to the really, really good value on this team. And they're going to be in my early interest in a second. The rest of the team in general is going to benefit here. JJ Reddick's probably going to play 30 plus minutes, maybe even 32 plus minutes at his spot. He's already been the second most productive player for this team in the bubble. And now the most productive player in the bubble is going to be off the court. So it's going to be him to be taking the reins as the most productive player as a guy who averages over 1.1 fantasy points per minute with all these guys off the court. Josh Hart's going to be out there pushing for 30 minutes. Nicola Melli is going to be out there probably pushing for the mid to upper 20s in minutes. Nicola Melli as close to a fantasy point per minute producer. I mean, you have Frank Jackson, who I currently am projecting now for over 25 minutes because there's just not a lot of bodies out there. You have Drew Holiday. You have Ingram, who are both been playing like 35 minutes on average, 70 minutes gone. Even... with the minutes limit, you still have Zion playing 20 to 24 minutes. So we're close to now over 90 minutes out of this rotation. Yes, Frank Jackson, who's already playing 10 to 15 minutes a game in this rotation, is probably going to see 24 plus and probably even closer to 28 minutes in this game. And if that's the case, he's dirt cheap. He's a guy who averages 0.9 fantasy points per minute when these guys are off the court in a pretty decent sample of 289 minutes. So I like him as well. For the most part, everybody's going to be impacted here and they're all way too cheap in that honestly 3k range for most of them. A lot of New Orleans looks appealing. I prefer the New Orleans guys feeling in with all these injuries to the Brooklyn guys. The New Orleans guys are more productive players. They're probably going to play similar, if not more minutes, like a JJ Reddick, like a Josh Hart, obviously like Alonzo Ball, although he's more expensive. So I prefer those guys to the Brooklyn guys. But again, Brooklyn guys are still in play because they're all just damn too cheap. In Orlando, another whole team is resting here where Terrence Ross is out with a personal issue and honestly not even resting. Terrence Ross, I believe, left the bubble. Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac are just injured at this point. They're going to call them all doubtful. So Gordon's doubtful with a hamstring. You have Fournier doubtful with an illness. And MCW, Michael Carter Williams is doubtful as well. The foot injury. I mean, in the last game, you saw DJ Augustine at the guard position. You have no Terrence Ross, right? You have no Aaron Fournier, and you have no Michael Carter Williams. So the remaining guards that you're going to get a lot of run out are Markel Fultz and DJ Augustine. And you saw that last game. They each played 32 plus minutes. So I'm projecting them both again for around 32 minutes in this one. I wouldn't be shocked to see even more run out of them. I would expect Vooch to play somewhere around 33 to 35 minutes. I have interest in Vooch. I have a lot of interest in Markel Fultz and DJ Augustine. If you want to start to get to some of the quote unquote value on this team from Wes Wandus to Gary Clark, who played 30 plus minutes in the last game, not a fantastic fantasy point permitted producer, but you're getting him in an ideal matchup against the G League squad of Brooklyn. And he's probably going to go out there like he did last time and play 30 plus minutes and just have to play that run when they're down so many power forward bodies now with no Jonathan Isaac and with no Aaron Gordon. And not even that, even if he has to move to the three, you have Terrence Ross, Evan Fournier, who play a little bit of their time at the three, not out there as well. So lots of minutes to go around in Orlando, and that's becoming a trend. In Philadelphia, Joel Embiid is out. You already don't have any Ben Simmons. He's done for the year. Josh Richardson is out. So, I mean, right away, Joel Embiid, 32, 34 minutes of play. Josh Richardson out. There's 32, 34 minutes of play. We already know Simmons is going to take up about 35 minutes. So, from compared to a week or two ago, about a week and a half ago or so, now you have about 100 minutes out of this rotation. And you have other guys questionable. Al Horford and Tobias Harris, they're coming into this one questionable. I have a lot of interest in both of those guys. In a sample with no Embiid, Simmons, or Richardson, you have Tobias Harris averaging 1.18 fantasy points per minute. If he plays 36 to 38 minutes, he's going to pay off an $8,500 tag. He is Priced up though. So he's not like an all-star play. It's not like he's in the 6k range like one Al Horford. I don't really love playing Al Horford, but it's hard to ignore the 1.2 fantasy point per minute production in 252 minutes, 20% usage rate, 26% assist percentage for Al Horford when there's no Indeed Simmons or J- Richardson. Now there's a ton of other guys that are going to be impacted. I mean Thaible, Corkmas, Shake Milton. You can just keep going and going. Mike Scott, you'll probably get more Pell, you'll probably get more Kyle Quinn at the center position for extended run to split that time up. So lots of guys are going to get into the court. Alec Burks and Shake Milton are going to see some run they're over- fantasy point-per-minute producers when there's no Embiid, Simmons, and Richardson as well. In San Antonio, Derek White is questionable with the knee. Brim Forms is already out with the quad. Patty Mills continues to just not play and be sort of a healthy scratch. So if Derek White's out, you can continue. Maybe you get Patty Mills to actually join the rotation at that point, but you can continue to just play DeJounte Murray and DeMar DeRozan. And then you get to the point where, look, they're playing Houston. We just saw, we kind of called it, right? Alex Len only played 14 and a half minutes in the last game because Houston runs centers off the court. So I don't feel that great about Jacopoto. I don't feel that great about Drew Eubanks in this one. If anything, Keldon Johnson and a guy, and Lonnie Walker are probably looking at more run today. So I like Keldon Johnson. I like Lonnie Walker. It gets even better if there's no 30 minutes or so. And then the last game he only played about 20 minutes, I'm assuming, due to that injury now that he's questionable with a knee. In Derek White, he got pulled in the third quarter basically because of this knee injury. So if you're going to be taking out those what should be normally be 28 to 32 minutes of run, I know he's a guard, but you also have Keldon Johnson playing the three, so more of a wing. If that's the case, there's just more minutes in the rotation to go around when they're already going to be playing smaller ball. You can see Lonnie Walker, you can see Keldon Johnson maybe at the five at points in this game. So those guys I have interest in as value. There's just so much value on the slate that it's hard to look at them and say, yeah, 26 to 28 minutes of Kelvin Johnson, 28 minutes of Lonnie Walker at fair price points is better than all the value that's in New Orleans and Brooklyn and even Orlando to an extent, right? Sacramento, no De'Aaron Fox, no Rashawn Holmes today. So I don't really have much interest in the centers here. Like Alex Lynn's going to grade out as a pretty good value if you want to get there, but he's not going to grade out as like an extreme value compared to everybody else. I think that we'll see what happens with Buddy Heald. Will he finally get like into a starting rotation? Will he finally get 28 to 30 plus minutes since there's no 34 minutes or so of the Aaron Fox? It's going to make Bogdan Bogdanovich my favorite play from this team. One of my favorite plays probably on the slate will be Bogdan, who's averaging over 1.1 fantasy points per minute in the bubble. And that's with Fox on the court. Now he's off the court. So even more ball handling responsibilities. I actually think that we see a lot of Daquan Jeffries, who might be playing 28 to 30 minutes in this game. He's been playing a lot of minutes whenever they can get him minutes, 20 plus, 26 plus in the last game. So Daquan Jeffries might soak up a couple of those De'Aaron Fox minutes over guys like Yogi Ferrell, over guys like Justin James, who are also in the bubble. The kind of got pushed off the court to an extent against Houston. He's Somebody you can go to if you really want to, but for me, I'm just looking at Bogdan Bogdanovich. There's a lot of guys in Sacramento that become okay, they're maybes like Harrison Barnes if you want to get there, but you're paying for a little bit of value out of unproductive players when I could pay for a lot of value out of productive players in some of these other spots. And then in Washington, as of right now, Shabazz Napier is going to come in questionable with an ankle injury. I'll also call out that this is just the injury report as of last night, as of what I have right now. Obviously, we had no Giannis, we had no Luca or Kristaps yesterday. They were mainly resting on the front ends of their back to backs, so I'm just assuming for right now that they're probable. I'm assuming we're going to get a lot of injury news today. And I would also ask you once again, if you hit the like and subscribe button, that really does help because a lot of these videos, they're not going to be, they're going to be a lot of work for just a couple of hours of views. And that's just the name of the game, the DFS space for when it's daily content. So hopefully you do appreciate it. This one took even more work. So I would appreciate if you could hit the like, subscribe, and maybe even share this thing out on Twitter or with some friends in a group message. That is the most powerful thing, word of marketing. And if you go out there and in this wacky slate, you bank 20, you bank 50, you bank $100,000 first place, whatever it is. All I ask is you consider coming back and supporting via Patreon or whatever it might be, one of our sponsors of the show. I really do appreciate that. So Now I'm pulling up the target offense sheet, which you can also continue to get over on Patreon with the projections and everything else that goes out over there every single day. Look, if you're new here, I appreciate you. I hope you're having a great day. I'm going to ask that you screenshot this one because I don't want to really break it down because the early interests are going to take time and I don't want this to be an hour video, not only for the viewer, but because I don't want to be editing it for an hour to be completely honest with you. So I projected two of the totals in this one, but you can check it out. Uh, The highest total on the slate is right now Milwaukee 118 and a half team total eight point favorites over Washington. So there is some risk of guys like even Middleton sitting on the back end. Of the back to back, even Eric Bledsoe who's been dealing with some injuries and just getting acclimated this season, injuries and getting acclimated to the bubble over the last week, and then Giannis who was held out last night. If he comes out tonight and he just doesn't play the second half like he did against Brooklyn because they're blowing them out, but just check out this game. You're gonna have some really fast pace environments uh, from the San Antonio and Houston game. So you can just check this out on your own. There's gonna be some really fast pace environments. Dallas and Portland, San Antonio and Houston. I mean, San Antonio and Houston should probably be a game that gets up there in a decent amount of spots. San Antonio is playing at about league average. Houston well above that. No Harden now, so maybe you can see a little bit more. Fast- faster pace if russ westbrook is going to be controlling this offense out there so no center of course they're going to play small ball just leans itself to play a little bit faster so you can check this out on your own you can screenshot it if you like this is sponsored by super Draft. yet again promo code SALAS s-a-l get you 10 free dollars upon deposit and if you're a patron you do have the projections for super Draft. take advantage of it i am telling you it is a very good spot where when the nfl season comes they're probably going to have even better promotions and contests aren't going to fill but you're at least going to have some sort of a baseline some sort of a bankroll some sort of an understanding how to play Superdraft before that season gets here when there's going to be even bigger prize pools. And those are, aren't even going to fill at that point. You'll have an even bigger edge because of that. So let's get into the early interest now, where normally I give you, let's say 20 to 22. And today it's just going to be a whole bunch of early interests. The early interests are a lot today. To be honest with you, it's like 20, I think it's 30 flat right now. So the early interests are sponsored as always by our friends over at Monkey Night Fight. They sponsor this by saying, hey, if you use the promo code SALNFL, all one word, my name, S-A-L, and the league, NFL. So SALNFL, all one word. They give you five free bucks, nothing else, nothing else. All you do is put in SALNFL at Monkey Night Fight and you get five free dollars to put into a prop bet and you go over there you play them more or less will this guy get more or less assist more or less fantasy points again my projections will help you with that that's all you got to do but if you do put a minimum deposit in they'll also give you a free ticket to a future contest and my supreme draft guide for fantasy football 2020 season i spent hours on this months on this it's continuously updated with rankings tiers player profiles a bunch of key databases top 150s all those types of things and you get all that included so you put 10 bucks in you get the supreme draft guide 30 dollar value you get the ticket for a future contest you get five dollar rookies. it's like a $50 value. You can check it all out just for $10 whiskeys down below or you can just get five free bucks if you just put the promo code in check all that out thank you monkey knife fight for sponsoring yet again the early interest today i don't have any notes here because i'm just going to talk through it because there's so many players and these are early interest and this is not my entire player pool no by no means is this going to be my entire player pool it's going to be double the size of this more than likely but i will have the final interest that i do have over on my projections every day on patreon link down below so from Brooklyn, i have this just ranked by team if you don't see players here it does not mean i don't have interest in them i just don't want to list 65 players on this slate right now especially with all the crazy injury news that we're probably going to get throughout the day so for Brooklyn, Christioza, Kurus, TLC, and Musa, those are the four guys that I'm looking at right now. I mean, it's hard to really get a sample if you're trying to look on NBAWOWE.com, which I'm using for a lot of the statistics of what these guys are going to produce. Now, it seems like Christioza is about a fantasy point-per-minute producer. Timothy Cabaret is also going to be a fantasy point-per-minute producer in this time. So if you're telling me that these guys are close to fantasy point-per-minute producers against DJ Augustine and Markel Fultz, which is a fine matchup for them, in my opinion, at price points of $4,400 and $3,600, and they're going to have to play. There's only nine bodies in Brooklyn, uh, maybe there's 10, maybe I'm missing one, but only nine bodies that I've seen that are in the bubble and that are not ruled out for today. They're going to have to play 30 minutes unless there's some sort of injury or foul trouble. Chris Joseph is going to play 30 to 32 plus minutes. TLC is going to play 30 to 32 plus minutes. Kurus is a guy who averages about 0.8 fantasy points per minute. Yes, it's a very tough matchup against Orlando. There's no center for this team, which just makes Vuce even better of an option on the opposite side. So I do think Kurus is in a pretty uh, scary spot, but he's a stretch. He shoots threes, right? He doesn't just stay and post up against Nikola Vucevic. And he's $4,100 going to play 30 to 32 plus minutes as well. Musa is more of a play that's interesting to me because he's the flat min. But since there's so many other options, like a Frank Jackson we'll get to at $3,100, who I think honestly is just locked into more minutes of the 26 to 28 plus. Musa I think, I think is locked into 20 plus probably even 22 plus. But once you start getting to 24 to 26, I don't know if he's locked into that just based on the minutes that have to go around on this team. So $3,000 flat, he's probably one of the guys in this this list that I would say is an interest, of course, because he's cheap. He's going to grade out his really good value just because he's cheap. If he scores 20 fantasy points at 3K flat, that's obviously fantastic. He's close to 7Xing at that point, seven times his point per dollar if you're not familiar. But yeah, at that point, it's not like an overall priority. It's just somebody that I'll point out to just say, hey, this guy, if he goes out and gets 28 minutes at 3,000, it's fantastic. More times than not, he probably sees in the mid to lower 20. And then if we get to Boston, just appropriately priced to an extent, Kemba at 6,500, he grades out as pretty good value. He's getting up there in price. He was 6,100, but his normal price point should be in the 7K range. So if you're telling me that Kemba is not pretty much off this minutes limit, he's going to play 32 minutes out there. 1.5 X multiplier and super draft looks nice. Nice matchup against Memphis. And he's going to have his 28% assist percentage, his 1.11 fantasy point per minute production that he has had in the bubble. Yeah, I think it looks pretty fine. He's not going to be a standout play for me because there's so much other value, but at 6,500 in the mid range, once again, you're getting a very stable floor with a very high high ceiling at Akemba if he plays his 32 minutes that they told us he's going to play. To Dallas, we go, and it's mainly just the two studs here. They missed the front end of the back-to-back because of rest. You have Luka at $10,800. He's projecting out for close to 60 fantasy points for me because I have him as a 1.7x fantasy point per minute producer in Portland, which is going to be one of the best matchups that he could possibly find for himself. With his 40% usage rate, with his team-leading rebounding rate, with his insane assist percentage that's up there in the league overall top five, Christoph Porzingis, who's just been dominating in this bubble. I have him at 1.35 fantasy points per minute today. He's only a 1x multiplier in Super Jefferson definitely not playing that over there especially when his own teammate Luca is a 1x and Giannis is a 1x right and all these other guys but on DraftKings at $8,200 a very fair price point for a guy who sees a 26% usage rate up there with Luke on team rebounding rate. And again, a 1.35 fantasy point per minute production rating today. Russell Westbrook is probably my favorite payup option. We get to the Houston guys now, $9,300. Look, he's a 1.8X guy with no Harden and no Clint Capella on the court, seeing a 40% usage rate, seeing a 50.7% assist percentage and a 22% rebounding rate. That is absolutely insane. Russell Westbrook, if he just plays his normal run, let's just say 36 minutes, which normally for him is 37 or 38, and he can play 40 today. But if he just plays 36 minutes at a 1.5 fantasy point per minute production, So he's inefficient and he probably still gets you a triple double at that point. He's paying off $9,300. Westbrook should be around $1,100 today. And he's not. Harden's not out there. You can project Westbrook for 1.6x and he's going to look even better, especially if you're projecting for 37 minutes and you take kind of the median of both his fantasy point per minute and his minutes on the season when there's no Capella or Harden on the court. So yes, Westbrook looks fantastic. Ben McLemore, Austin Rivers also have interest in, more interest in McLemore. If you get a spot start from, let's just say Daniel House starts and there's no McLemore out there. If you get a start from Austin Rivers and it's not McLemore, whoever's the start for for Harden at this point. Rivers is the obvious point guard candidate, but you still have Russell Westbrook out there to be the point guard candidate. Just keep an eye on that. If Macklemore starts, I have interest in both of them either way, but I like whichever guy starts more. And also keep an eye on Daniel House, who is questionable. Giannis, again, it's, it's scary because they're playing Washington. They're eight point favorites. He rested yesterday. They rested him in the second half against Brooklyn, but then he's in sandwiched in between there. He's playing 30 minutes a night. So Giannis, if he only plays 20 minutes tonight, well, then that sucks for you at 10,500. I think Luca in general is a better option. I think he's a safer option. And I just think that Russell Westbrook's also a better option for the price. I'm just naturally not going to get to as much Giannis because of all that. And I just like Luca and Westbrook more today, but he's still fine. He grades out for close to 60 fantasy points in an ideal matchup. It's just a minute are a concern. If he plays 28 to 30, and he, honestly, if he plays 26, he could still pay, pay this tag off. But the concern is if he only goes out there and plays about 16 to 18. Other than that, George Hill has been playing a lot of minutes. I mean, he just played 28 minutes. He's $3,900. I like a lot of other value because they're one, their minutes are stable and they're going to be more involved from a usage rate perspective in their offense. But keep an eye on if there's no Bledsoe and or Middleton, if they get the rest tonight on the back end of the back-to-back like Giannis sit on the front end. So nothing crazy out of Hill. He just looks like decent value. From New Orleans, it's their entire team. This is the number one team to target, in my opinion. It's not Brooklyn and their scrubs that you just got to figure out who gets the 25 to 30 minutes in at cheap value, just does decent. It's probably TLC. It's probably Kuros. It's probably Chioza. But in New Orleans, we actually have good players. We have Lonzo averaging over 1.1 fantasy points per minute with all these guys off the court. I like that a lot. Assist percentage rebounding rate goes through the roof. I like Lonzo at 6,400. Eric Favors is a little bit more of a sketchy option, but I do think he's fine. Like the price point doesn't make him sketchy. It's just a foul trouble, right? Uh, he's not going up against anybody today though. It's Alex Len today. It's maybe Harry Giles today. So I think Derek Favors is fine. It's just like his minutes in general, he can play 28 to 30, but a lot of the times he's playing 24 out there. Some of the better value on the slate comes in when you look at JJ Reddick and Josh Hart. JJ Reddick and Josh Hart might play 32 minutes apiece today. They're both in the low 4k range. JJ Reddick averages over a fantasy point per minute when there's no studs and Zion, no Ingram and no Drew Holiday on the court right now. He averages 1.11 fantasy points per minute. He's averaging the most fantasy points per minute in this bubble that's going to be active today for New Orleans. I like JJ at $4,300. Josh Hart averages over 0.9 fantasy points per minute when all these guys are off the court in a pretty decent sample size of 301 minutes. Josh Hart can be sketchy for you. One, he gets in foul trouble often, more so than the average wing. But number two, he also relies on his 3 porter a lot. But today you're going to see an increased rebounding rate out of him. He sees a 21% defensive rebounding rate when there's no Zion, no Ingram, and no Drew on the court. So that's very good to see. And again, he also sees 0.92 fantasy points per minute. So that's fine. And then you just keep going down. Frank Jackson, $3,100. I like him more than Musa today. I have him at 28 minutes. I might have to drop that to like 25 to 26 because I'm getting so much of him. But Frank Jackson at 3100 dollars this is a guy who goes out there and averages 0.89 fantasy points per minute and 289 minute sample without these three studs off the court today for New Orleans. These guys sees a 13% assist percentage and he sees a pretty good usage rate of 24%. 24% would be pretty much only behind JJ Reddick today. It'd even be ahead of Lonzo Ball at 21%. Reddick sees a 26% usage rate. So Frank Jackson looks like a fine option. Nicole Melli, I assume, who's been playing like 18 minutes, 20 minutes a night when all these guys are healthy. I assume he pushes towards the mid to upper 20s at that point, starting at power forward, maybe see some center run. He looks fine as well. Nicole Meli's is the guy who's going to average somewhere around 0.95 fantasy points per minute today, more times than not. And now we scroll because there's just so many damn names on this list we keep scrolling. And let me just scroll to a point where you can see the names and I can blow it up a little bit more once it starts to get a little bit bigger for us. So here we go. You can start to scroll at this point. You get to now Vucevic against Brooklyn and just a nobodies. vooch, they're going to run him out there. They're in a situation where Brooklyn's right there with them in the playoff run. So like they want to win this game to an extent. $8,600 Vuce is in a situation where yeah, this looks fantastic. It's hard not to project him like he was projecting at first for 50 fantasy points. So I had him at 35 minutes. I said, you know what, we'll give him 33 minutes because I think he's a great play. Honestly, I can see him scoring 50 tonight, but I don't want to get over too much of him just because I'm giving him an extra one or two minutes. But who's the matchup firm? Kurus. Those are the guys that are supposed to stop him. Lance Thomas. I don't think so. $8,600 where you don't have Fournier, one of the higher usage players in this team. Gordon, one of the higher usage players in this team. Terrence Ross, one of the higher usage players on this team. It's going all through Nikola Vucevic today. DJ Augustine as well. And Markel Fulch are going to be big interest as mine as well. I would probably rank it right now. Honestly, Fultz grades out very well. 30 plus minutes of play. Augustine, 32 minutes. I have a map. These guys grade out really well. They're very close to the guys in JJ Redick and Josh Hart. I like all four of those guys in terms of a value option that are in the cheap range that should probably be today, like 6k options from JJ Redick to Hart to Fultz to Augustine. If these news broke today, they'd all be like 62 to $6,400 in my opinion, 6k at the very worst. So give me all of those guys. The more you go down to Philly, Philly's not that appealing to me today compared to everything else. Like Milton's 5,100, Burks is 4,300. I'd rather have Fultz, Augustine, Hart, Redick. I'd rather have all those guys over a guy in Burks, but he does grade out pretty good. He's going to have to play the mid-20s, upper 20s, maybe in minutes at over a fantasy point per minute production. Same thing can be said for a guy in Milton. Nice matchup against Phoenix. Milton's just 5,100. Like He really has to outdo himself. Even if he scores 32 fantasy points, it's going to be very good. It's over six X, but it might not even be enough because the guys in the slate who are in the 4k range who might score just as much of him. Phoenix, there's some guys I'm interested in. It's mainly Aiton. Nice matchup against Philly today because you're going to be getting Kyle O'Quinn. You're going to be getting maybe Al Horford. That's a little bit more challenging, but I think Al Horford is honestly declining in my opinion. You get some Pelly. So Aiton at 7,900 at 34 minutes of play looks decent. DeJounte Murray is my favorite option right now from San Antonio in this matchup against Houston. If there's no Derek White, it gets even better. I have DeJounte Murray at 32 minutes. He's over a 1.1 fantasy point per minute producer on the season when there is no Aldridge on the court and you take off all the other guys who aren't in the bubble right now. Keldon Johnson and Lonnie Walker, we talked about earlier, especially if this game goes more towards small ball, which it naturally is against Houston. I think Keldon Johnson looks pretty good at 3,900. I think you're getting a minutes floor at 24 with the upside of playing 28 to 30. And he's been a very productive players playing as a small forward slash power forward. Same thing can be said for Lonnie Walker, except Johnson's been a little bit more productive. Sacramento Bogdan Bogdanovich looks like one of the best plays on the slate for me. He's only $5,500. He's been averaging over 1.1 fantasy points per minute. He would have projected out for close to 30 fantasy points for me. And that would have been really good value at 5,500. But now you're telling me there's no the Aaron Fox, and maybe you're going to get more ball handling, primary ball handling responsibilities out of Bogdan Bogdanovich. I like that a lot. And he's been playing big minutes, not just like 30 or 32, like 36 lately. I haven't just projected for 34 today. And he's popping off the page. If I put him at 32, he still looks fantastic. But this guy's projecting for close to like six and a half, seven X fantasy points. I like that a lot. And then Washington, who we've been targeting a lot lately, they're just appropriately priced. Like yes, $6,000 Troy Brown Jr. I have him projecting as a lot more than that. I'm projecting over 30 fantasy points today in a matchup against Milwaukee. So that looks good. 1.75 X multiplier and Superdraft, Like that all looks pretty good, but relative to the guys who are in the 4k in the 5k range, and some of you are even in the 3k range that I think project out for like 28 to 32 fantasy points. It's easier to get to those guys than to Troy Brown. Same can be said for Ishmith at 5300. Looks decent, looks fine over a fantasy point per minute. He's the number one productivity player from a points per minute standpoint for fantasy in the bubble for Washington right now, even ahead of Thomas Bryan over 1.2 fantasy point per minute production. Even if you just give him a 1.1 fantasy point per minute rating today at 30 or 32 minutes, he's going to look really good. He's going to grade out for close to 30 fantasy points or more at 5,300. That's obviously good. So these guys are all in play for me. This is 28 players right now of early interest, and there's going to be a lot more. Just keep this in mind. There's a good chance today that you roll out there and you have like $8,000 left on the table. Honestly, like you might have $8,000 left on the table. You probably shouldn't though. Like you could probably have Luca in a lineup and Russell Westbrook in a lineup and then just leave like $1,000 on the table. But don't worry if you have like $1,700, $1,300 on the table. This slate is filled with value, value that I have projecting out to score 30 as a median, which obviously their ceiling is 40, and they're like $4,000 flat at this point. So don't be going up to guys who don't have as much upside, who might not have as stable of a minute's floor, right? Don't be going up to Eric Bledsoe's of the world if you think that they're just a better player compared to guys who are $1,000 less, like let's just say JJ Redick, because Eric Bledsoe might only play 24 minutes today, might not play the second half, or JJ Redick is definitely playing 30 plus minutes, if not 32 plus minutes, unless we get some other news before the game that he's just not going to play today because they need bodies. They need guys out there. I guess they can play Alexander Walker over Redick if they really wanted to, but I'm not sure they're going to be doing that. That first year that Reddit's actually not going to make the playoffs, actually a little fun fact for you. So appreciate you tuning into this one. Thank you so much. Please do hit that big old like and subscribe button before you go. I greatly appreciate that one. As I put the target off and sheet back on the screen for anybody still watching on YouTube. And then if you would like to head over to Patreon down below to support me over there through my projections, my values, all the models, target and sheet, all that stuff for the NBA and a lot of other stuff for golf. Thank you so much. That's all linked down below. Thank you once again to the sponsors of today's show, Super Draft, promo code Sal SAL get you 10 free dollars over there to use. And also the promo code SAL NFL. One word over on Monkey Night Fight. Gets you five five free bucks, no deposit needed, no strings attached. And if you do deposit, you get my Supreme Draft Guide and a future ticket to a contest on Monkey Night Fight. Get in there, support the sponsors, support the work over here. Appreciate all of you. Like and subscribe before you go. And I'll see you in the next one. This one was one motherfucking crazy slate game. Peace out.